Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. was indeed. Well, thank you, Models. More about that in a minute. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 3CR broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people 
of the Kulin Nation. And we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in to the show today, and whether via um, live or via repeat podcast or on demand. And we acknowledge um, that all the lands on this large island and surrounding small, smaller ones, most thereof, were stolen and no recognised treaty has ever been signed and thus the lands were ceded. Reconciliation is very much an ongoing process. Out of the Pan is a show covering pansexual issues. Um, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender, I'm your host Sally Goldner. I use the pronoun she, her and welcome to listeners of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. And it's, of course, a very important day on the trans calendar, um, one of the two biggest days of the year, one that's been running since 1998. Today is Trans Day of Remembrance, and I do need to talk about that. So I will upfront do a content note, um, as much as we love all our listeners. If you feel any distress, you can switch off for a bit, come back later to the podcast, or I will say um, reach out for assistance to... Um, 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 QLife around Australia, which includes Switchboard here in Victoria and Tasmania on 1800 184 527 or Rainbow Door 1800 729 367. And there's lots of ways to get in touch with the show, out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com, which one of our awesome listeners, because remember 3CR and all its great programs only have awesome listeners, not regular listeners. You can SMS 61 Four five six seven five one two one five. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. Um, you might be in full gear at the moment and multitasking. Um, that's and that's the wrestling reference up within seven minutes. And look for posts on Facebook on my page Sally Goldner AM, and very shortly on Out of the Pan three CR eight five five AM Melbourne. And remember, any opinions I express on this program are strictly my own, not those of any organisation with which I have been and or still am associated. Also write to the station at PO Box 1277, Collingwood 3066. Opened up with the model Stormy tonight. That was certainly the tune going through my head at around 3am this morning here in Melbourne slash Nam. Um, goodness me. Um, it was a, uh, was a stormy night. The uh, much-needed hashtag Melbourne caffeine was gulped down from the moment I bought it, and it's now completely a, an empty, recyclable coffee cup in the bin. Um, goodness me, it was um, um, loud and vocal and bright and all the rest of it um, last night. But um, the coffee has kicked in, and it's all going to be good from this point. But we do, as I say, do need to talk. Um, that's good in terms of the programming, but we do have to bring up the fact that today is Trans Day of Remembrance, which, for those who are not aware, um, started in 1999 following the difficult um, thing to remember that um, an American woman, Gwendolyn Ann Smith, um, was um, in a way a part of that. Um, and um, uh, the year after her... Uh, after an untimely death, um, and it was started by Gwendolyn Ann Smith to honour um, her friend Rita Hester, who had sadly had her life taken in a hate crime um, in the previous 12 months. And it's going to be a big day on the, the calendar of the year, and it is really, really important that we acknowledge it. And um, as long as there is any degree of human decency... Um, we hope that we do and that we do respect it. Um, and it's a very, you know, as I say, it's not an easy thing to talk about, but one of the things I've noticed over the years is as we perhaps have a slightly, at least in on this big island, I'll say, stronger um, sort of trans community, at least we can be together and support each other in that way, which is really, really important. And you now the unfortunate thing this year is that there are around 327 reported murders of trans and gender diverse people from 1 October 2021 um, to 30 September 2022. Um, and Latin America and the Caribbean, um, in geographic terms, um, were the region that reported the most murders. Unfortunately, cases from Estonia and Switzerland reported for the first time this year 
and we will, you know, we do have to name things. The victims were migrant black trans women, Sabrina Houston from Jamaica and Christina Blackstar from Brazil. Um, and, you know, so um, the thing is, it's in, um, it's, it speaks to the sad time between transphobia and misogynism and patriarchy that 95% of those reported were trans women or, and or trans feminine. Um, half of those murdered had the occupation of sex work um, and um, racialized trans people, which is the term that the Trans Murder Monitoring Project has used, 65% of the reported murders, um, 36% of people reported murdered in Europe, migrants. So we are seeing this um, sort of um, you know, disproportionate effect, women, sex workers, migrant slash racialized, and that's, I think, a huge issue which speaks so much to inequality. Um, most people were around 31 to 40 years old, and 35% of murders took place on the street, 27% of murders in their own residence. And so um, you can, and I will pop the resource into the um, podcast link with content note, but I think it is important, as I say, that we talk about it and the term racialized people refers to those who have been negatively racialized or racialized as inverted commas other according to footnotes in the email I got from the trans um, transgender Europe um, who um, monitor this around the world. Now, thing is, of course, there are some that don't get reported. We don't know if people are trans. Um, we you know, and I think it's a really worrying thing. I think that from memory, last year we had three hundred and seventy. Uh, murders, but it's still 327 or 370 too many. And when we lose members of our often visibly small community, and by visible I mean co- or connected might be a better word, remembering that visibility may not be the, the thing you can uh, everyone can have, um, it does hurt. But we are standing together. Um, the report that I saw, um, it's sort of bittersweet consolation that to our knowledge, there was no reports from the Asia-Pacific region, including Australia, but that doesn't make me feel any better. A trans person is a trans person anywhere on planet Earth. And it um, reminds us, though, that perhaps can we use what privilege we have? We know that trans communities and trans-specific organisations are underfunded and often so-called LGBTIQA plus organisations don't do trans correctly or proportionately and or inclusively. So it is important that we talk about this. And I did put a call out on the various social media channels and emails, and um, one of our awesome listeners, as I mentioned, has come in with a comment on um, Trans Day of Remembrance. Howdy, Wombat. Um, always good to hear from you, as it is from any of our listeners. And you know, I think it's important that we hold space to honour those lost and the difficult challenges that we can face just for being ourselves, but also that we look at where things are positive. And um, Wombat, who has been involved in scouting for um, a long time, has come in and said that um, met with the Australian contingent to, yes, to yesterday to New Zealand's venture discussion on accommodation choices to support gender-diverse members and working respectfully with those choices. Um, and has said that there's as many choices as the young people need to participate comfortably and hopefully warmly and in a valued way. And I'm sure that is the case, knowing Wombat's work. Um, And many people have joined the adventure to New Zealand, the first major scouting contingent overseas post-COVID. But um, there's always more to do. And unfortunately, um, one of the big things that stops all sorts of things, which Wombat's mentioned here, is where you've got an application system which only has male and female. Now, I've been on the job in my mild-mannered day job as an educator during the week, and hearing how a large organisation, which has a number of systems, around 800, is trying as hard as it can to fix it, and what it's done is focus on the top 30 systems, which cover about 80% of issues, and is now trying to work through, goodness me, the other 770. Um, But it is something that I think about, I mean, going beyond an institution, I personally think that there must be a way, even in this day and age of data technology issues, 
that say for every state government institution, once your birth certificate is changed, why can't it flow through elsewhere? There must be a way we can do this. And then once at a federal level, um, if you've changed your name, and this avoids the issue of past naming, which I want to give a mention to NUS Queer, who are campaigning very strongly on the issue of past naming at universities. And yeah, look, um, I think that people want to do this, but there's no excuse in this day and age of technology, says me, who remembers when telegrams were bits of paper, that um, you can't get these things right. Um, it is possible to have a gender marker that is inclusive, um, allows for as many options as needed, which can cover cultural diversity, such as Fafaini and Two-Spirit, to name but two. Always look at the PBS interactive gender map to find out about gender all over planet Earth. And um, also can just be updated. If some there's a term there that isn't there, um, well, the people in the proverbial, who look at the proverbial back end can add it in. And these days are important. Uh, Scouts has 20,000 members in Victoria, but we, um, I like Wombat's approach here. Like all organisations, we can reflect and review how do we you know, keep doing better? How do we keep, gen- um, to come back to Wombat's words, how do we keep gender diverse Victorians safe? Um, and... Um, but it, um, Wombat has said that um, the days like this have got bigger in the last few years, with which I'd agree. It's been a pretty busy Trans Awareness Week from what I've seen, so we will keep getting there. We can only but keep um, aiming to move forward and keep momentum going. So thanks for your combat, um, comments there, Wombat. If people have anything they'd like to add to that, um, then um, please um, pop them in via the communication channels. In the meantime, uh, after opening up with the models and Stormy tonight, um, let's go over to something else that, well, I didn't get a chance to play this one last week um, because, of course, we had the sensational um, trans um, Pride March um, broadcast and what an amazing thing that was. I'll come back to that in the context of Trans Awareness Week. Um, But here's a track that talks about November the 11th. 3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, and out of the pan with Sally. It was a song about a man called Gotham, a little boy who wanted to be tall with the same brush. He liked Latin, held his head up high, and he hated the liberals, though he didn't know why. On the stage tonight His name is Anthony Hayes And he's doing alright They both went to the same Local camera school but Stevie was nine in 1972 What a party Big reason to party Slaughtered and got the betrayed. November 11, he wouldn't survive. The governor general in 75. November 11.
like rock and roll, tune in to Shake, Rattle and Roll and you will hear rock and roll, rockabilly, rhythm and blues, doo-wop, country rock, pop and a lot more. Remember, Shake, Rattle and Roll, now on Saturday nights from 8pm to 9.30, only on 3CR. Did you miss 3CR's broadcast of the inaugural historic first Trans Pride March Melbourne on Sunday 13 November? Perhaps you want to break a binary and listen to it again. Well, either way, you can. It's now available for listening at 3cr.org.au, Trans Pride March Melbourne. Turn it up, filling up, beacon under me, keeping on it all night. Join in the historic occasion and support our trans and gender diverse communities here in Nam. 3CR Radical Radio, proudly supporting trans and gender diverse people as part of diversity in Nam. 3cr.org.au, Trans Pride March Melbourne. How did I do that without moving my lips? Because um, I'd done it earlier. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting, noon through one, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time at this point, um, every Sunday afternoon or most, because um, of course um, it's only um, four or five shows are left for the year and then I'll be um, nicking off on um, holidays. Um, and we'll have some repeats coming up, get those organised soon. Um, well, I'd certainly like to repeat bits of um, the Trans Pride March. Um, um, what an amazing event last week, um, last Sunday, and well done again to all the organisers and speakers and people who got up impromptu um, to have their say on a whole range of issues. Thanks, I've got to say, to my three, Fab 3, of course, to the 3CR colleagues, both on-site and here in at the um, 3CR RadRad, that is Radical Radio Headquarters. Um, really, really great to see. And I think it's events like that that can happen around the time of Trans Pride Week that hold the hold the space, so to speak, for all of the feels that we have at this time of year as trans and families and allied people. So, um, yeah, check that one out. Um, some great listening and, um, yeah, bust a few binaries. Well... Without wanting to be too self-indulgent, there was a, I had one of the best weekends I'd had in a long time last weekend. Didn't get a chance to talk about this one, but, um, well, um, yours truly is a, I'm declaring every possible interest, yours truly is a joint founding member of Trans Family, a group for loved ones of trans people, and it's been a bit of a big week for us, um, but um, um, last weekend, started last weekend when... Um, we had been nominated for a City of Melbourne Award in the LGBTIQA plus category, and by Godfrey, we won it. Um, and you know, no World Wrestling Entertainment or All Elite Wrestling. We didn't know beforehand, no premeditated, um, although apparently some people did, we found out afterwards, um, particularly some of the media who interviewed us and um, we're really trying to make it, you know, pump us up saying when they interviewed us a month or so ago, you know, make it sound really exciting as if you've won because they have to pre-record all the, the nominees. And, well, they knew it was us, which is a bit um, interesting, but <laughs> there you go. But um, 
apart from all of that, I mean, it's well noted by lots of research from all over the earth that um, when you have the support of family of origin in particular, um, your life as a trans person, and I think it's pretty much the same for lesbian, gay, bi, queer, ace. I won't comment on intersex, but I, it could be similar, but I think it's a slightly different experience, um, is that life can be better. And which makes sense, you know, if you've got the love and support and positivity, wisdom, those sorts of things of um, family of origin, whether they be parents, guardians, biological adopted parents, similar, and siblings um, particularly, but of course the extended family, aunts, uncles and piblings, grandparents, um, nieces, nephews and nibblings slash nieflings, um, it makes the journey just a little bit smoother. And um, so it's really been... A joy to be involved in trans family and um, big week. Um, we had this one planned for a while. Um, this was premeditated. Yesterday was the official launch, if I may, of Trans Family Volume 2 um, Stories of Loved Ones, which is a very helpful resource. Uh, we had a message um, live, for, well, not live, pre recorded from the Hustings from the fabulous um, Andy Medic, who, of course, does such amazing stuff. Um, and has two trans children and is just, just one of the great humans. And thanks to Freedom of Species, um, which follows this show at one o'clock, if you're listening live, um, for originally connecting me with Andy. And um, it's just, it's events like these that, you know, sort of, again, give us that sense of a bit of positive. And I think as a, a long-term, um, you know, someone who's been involved in the community for a long time, it's trans community, 27 years, 27 and a half, moving towards 28, said the um, precise accountant. But um, seriously, it's, um, you know, I've seen a lot of change and it was, you know, only a few, it was when I emerged in the 90s and then affirmed my gender identity a few, um, completely a few years after, there wasn't a lot of support from family or partners. And now that is shifting and not just generationally, I mean, um, Young people, it seems to me, are very relaxed about gender and sexuality in a good way. Um, so that means, well, you know, partner's a partner, which, you know, whether they're a nice person or not, in very simple language, whether you're attracted to them. Hooray! Um, so that's a really good thing. But I feel lots of middle and senior cohort people are working it out. Sadly, it seems there was a lot of understandably, a feeling of betrayal when a trans person disclosed something about their gender to a long-term partner, but now people work it out, and I don't think that um, you know, the relationships are any, will say, uh, more or um, less, if there's a breakup, any more, more or less acrimonious overall than cisgender slash heterosexual and or heterosexual relationships. So it is really awesome that we have... Um, so much, you know, there is a greater increase in allyship from families and the broader community. And I think that's really important to note in this week of um, trans awareness leading up to today, which is um, Trans Day of Remembrance. Um, and it is, um, you know, I think the thing that makes the difference, I know there's the, I call them the extreme shrill loud voices from elements of politics, elements of media, elements of religion, and elements of um, so-called gender critical. But I also think there's a lot of people, you know, to use that saying, um, right beside us. And um, I think that's incredibly important to have that. And you now we really need that support, of course, to ensure that we do um, you know, sort of have a better quality of life. So really, really important, of course, Andy Medic, thinking of that, um, did speak um, at last week's um, Trans Pride March Melbourne, which was you know very, very welcome. He's just, as I say, the proverbial awesome human. And, um, you know, really great that there's that sort of support. So it was a wonderful day yesterday. Um, yours truly on MC duty, as I always say, available for um, community functions, relationship ceremonies and wrestling announcing. Um, but seriously, a lovely day, lots of great talks. We had um, talks from Ada Chung, who's um, possibly one of the leading endocrinologists on trans issues in so-called Australia, um, and that's very welcome, a very great ally. Dr Finton Hart, who gave us a, a history of some of the challenges of um, the trans community 
and um, um, and also um, something else just went through my little pea brain, and um, also um, Ify Middleton, who's the nurse for Surgeon Andy Ives, who um, if they ever want to do an extra job, they've got a very good future in stand-up comedy. They're sensational. What is it? Laughter is the best medicine or something. Um, and, um, um, you know, they're, they're brilliant. So lots of good conversation and networking and um, really, really great to see. So these are things that matter. And um, the fabulous Kayleen has um, messaged me on Twitter, trans family in a water, excellent and need well met. And yeah, we do need that support. As I say, family of origin, you know, increasingly supportive overall over time, and also put partners in there as well, but still, you know, distance to travel, and the more support we can get, um, um, away we go. So really, really welcome. Um, but for all that, um, you know, sometimes it can be the case that um, trans people have a delayed start in life, and um, this track that I'm going to play from an artist, I know I'm featuring a lot, but I just still think he's amazing. Um, this was a track that was um, first emerged in the, I think, the mid to late 90s, um, and it sums up life sometimes for middle and senior cohort um, people in relation to sexual slash romantic orientation and gender identity expression. Here is um, Master Troubadour, Colin Hay, and a track called Waiting for my real life to begin. 3CR, 8.55am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. Any minute 
minute now My ship is coming in I'll keep checking the horizon And I'll check my machine It's sure to be that cold Happen soon, soon, or oh so very soon. It's just the times to leave, and you say, Be still, my love. Open up your heart, let the light shine in. Don't you understand? Waiting for my real life to begin. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot AU three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. We just heard from Colin Hay and an acoustic version of his track from um, the Waiting for My Real Life to Begin from the album Going Somewhere. And um, what a, as I say, a, a track that seems. Um, particularly for those of us in middle and senior cohort um, generations of LGBT, LGBT, I'll just say QA+. Um, as I said, I don't want to comment really, but it's quite the same for intersex. Um, waiting for my real life to begin. Um, hopefully some days I wonder if it will. What is my real life? Um, sort of um, to quote another great songwriter, Don Henley, from a track that he wrote um, called um, Learn to Be Still. How do I get out of here and where do I fit in? There's a thought for the day. Well, there's some things that, in my opinion, don't fit. Um, and there's been a bit of a flurry on this, and this flurry will continue tonight, in that um, there's been articles in both the Saturday and Sunday Age on the issues of a the city-built church. Now, I'm not going to comment on the political implications, um, given that we are in election mode, but from an LGBTIQA plus point of view, Certainly very, very serious. I mentioned that elements, and I always want to make it clear it's elements of religion. There's no generalisations. Um, you know, a joint investigation by The Age, Sydney Morning Herald and Channel 9, um, you know, sort of um, talk about the issues um, regarding the um, church based in sale, city builders, um, and some very disturbing allegations, which... Um, you know, sort of attack homosexuality and by definition will probably therefore attract, attack all of the, also against LGBTQA, um, QA plus communities. Um, and that's, um, you know, sort of um, very, very disconcerting. And looks like there'll be a full report on um, this, on, as I say, tonight on 60 Minutes. Um, <clears throat> and... <clears throat> 
it does make you, again, wanting to tread a careful path, make sure you check for whom you are voting. Now, um, the thing is, I'm not going to naturally comment directly, but having said that, you know, you can still vote for a particular party, but if you vote in the upper house um, below the line, you only have to number at least five squares in a Victorian Legislative Council election. So you might decide you want to vote for Party X but don't like a particular candidate rather than following their sort of one, two, three, four, five type of thing. You could go two, one, three, four, five, and onwards you go as you might like. So I just think that's really important um, in you know light of looking at candidates as individually as you can. Um, but if you do vote above the line, I think it's either one, just putting in the one, which leads to these preference deal issues that have been in the news as well, which I think are dodgy. To me, the only way really a party needs to allocate preferences is in, you know, how do the other parties fit in line with their values and policies? I mean, I don't understand why anyone would do it any other way. And when you have these ridiculous moments where, you know, someone gets elected with 200 primary votes, I think that's problematic and it's a misuse of the system and um, need to change. Um, But... um, the other thing that I wanted to comment on the, the election in relation to the Sunday Age, it's sort of a win and a loss, is that um, their um, you know, sort of comment page for the last or editorial you know, sort of opinion page in the last um, few weeks has had on one side <clears throat> John Fain and on the other side Neil Mitchell, and it's the former radio rivals tackle the campaign. Uh, not really great diversity there, Sunday Age, regardless of the opinions. Um, pale, stale, straight males or something um, comes to mind. And that's, I just think, really lazy media. And it's a sad in, a sad thing that the age and so much of what is now nine media on that count is falling down and um, really just um, makes itself look pretty, um, you know, sort of, as I say, you know, below par so to speak. So um, that's been you know, my grizzle about the state election campaign. As I say, not for me to comment on it. Always use your vote and your preferences in both houses carefully is, of course, all I'll say. Think, think. In the words of Aretha Franklin from the Blues Brothers, you'd better think. Um, so make sure that you do that. And um, if you haven't voted already, of course, um, pre-voted or postal or um, silent voters and all that sort of stuff, so, um, yeah, the state election will have, um, you know, sort of news next week on what's happened, um, we would think. Um, of course, the last thing I claim to be is a pollster. I'll leave that to Sir Anthony Green. Um, he's, you know, most um, polls and people are predicting Labor returned. The question is the majority in the lower house, but also what the shape of the upper house will be and whether we'll, you know, um, have the same sort of balance because, um with Labor in the, in the current upper house having 18 and then Samantha Ratton um, of Greens, Fiona, Re- Fiona Reason, Fiona Patton of Reason, and um, Andy Medic, there's been pretty solid support and then some of the other crossbenchers are there. So could be a different shape, which will have could have implications for LGBTIQI+, but obviously wait and see. Um, well, there's two songs um, that I could play now. Um and I'm tossing up as to which one, given that we just talked about... We talked about religion and politics, those topics you're not supposed to talk about. Um, so I could flip a coin, and we'll go with this one from Paul Kelly's Stolen Apples album, and, um, well, God told me to. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. <laughs> Murdering cold blood. My mission is most righteous. My cause is true and just. The wicked need chastisement. 
about a voice in our own country. We've got a reason for screaming out, where's our voice in this country? You know, not that I want to be a part of the Constitution for that, you know. That's why 3CR is so important to, to me and this community here. We've got a voice, but it's not, you know, we're entitled to a bigger voice than what we've got, but it's all about having a voice. Subscribe to 3CR, fiercely independent and community controlled. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 03-9419-8377. You know, there's people, like you said, have been on casual for seven years. Well, it's supposed to be casual employment. People want full-time jobs. They don't want to be sitting there casual, not knowing they're going to get any, any days, any leave or what's... Whatsoever, especially you look at all the casuals in the, our industry at the moment, they're sitting home. You know, people want full time employment and they, sh- they should be entitled to full time right. employment. And look at all the people who were used and abused as casuals in the aged care sector and all the problems that are facing people now and all the deaths that are following. In the meatworks, a lot of that's casuals, labour hire, you know, you've got blokes travelling around, you know. We want full time positions and, you know, that's. And people want it. We want to be full-time employed. You want to have your Christmas holidays. You want to have time with your family. But when you're a casual, you get none of that. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio 855 AM on digital and online. 3CR Radical Radio. That indeed is us, 3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. 
had a message in from Jenny, uh, who's um, a first-time listener, not like Bart Simpson in the famous Krusty the Clown reuniting with his father episode where he calls into Reverend Lovejoy and goes, first-time caller, long-time listener. Um, Jenny is visiting from Sydney and enjoying Melbourne's weather, not, lol. Um, well, look, if you've got your bathers on under your overcoat and three jumpers, you'll be fine, Jenny. Um, it's It's Melbourne. But first-time listener, Anne says, having a psychologist in the family, younger people are very cool these days, Sally. Yep, um, agree with that. They're just um, so much past all this discrimination nonsense. Um, Jenny recommends watching TikTok with so much representation. It's imperative we focus on many positive aspects despite the challenges we still face. Yep, balance. Um, as I say, this 57-year-old Jenny remembers when telegrams were bits of paper. So what is, what's this TikTok thing? Seriously, um, no, that's a fair call. There's lots of YouTube and other social media that's available. And a good couple of good points here. Um, we must also engage with the outer suburbs and not just focus on the inner city where, um, where the candidates take advantage of fear and ignorance. That's, of course, in the outer suburbs. And yes, that happens. And we've got well, allegedly, in someone's opinion, a couple in the outer northwestern suburbs of Melbourne, which, and the outer northwestern southeast, seem to be the ones where these sorts of candidates, just in Melbourne anyway, appear, um, pop their heads up a bit more. But then a really um, good point here from Jenny um, quote in the same paper today, there's an article about food bank. I find too many progressive circles ignore the battlers that want to put food on the table and not interested in queer politics. People are really struggling, Sally. Well, look, I'd agree with that, not just in broad principle, but uh, I'll just say personally. Um, and um, 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 uh, frankly, um, the um, situation is that um, um, in terms of that, um, sorry, battlers, yes, there's lots of them, whether they're queer or otherwise, but um, I think there's a lot of overlap to some extent, Jenny, between um, you know people who face marginalisation and, um, uh, frankly, the... Um, you know, sort of, and people who are battling and whether they're queer or beyond my um, experience and acknowledging my privilege, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander. Um, so, uh, frankly, um, yeah, it's a fair call and how we sort of stand together. And that's why that casualised workforce message that we just played seems kind of appropriate. Um, and I honestly had scheduled that before I came, just before I came on air. So uh, there you are. Um, sometimes everything comes together. So, yep, um, lots of, um, um, you know, sort of um, things coming up. Um, yeah, so I'd be interested to see what that 60 Minutes program is about tonight, amongst other things. Um, what else has been going on? Um, well, the... To one that very quickly, I don't know, I've only got a couple of minutes left, but it is the anniversary of the announcement of the postal survey result, which quite frankly is um, I'm glad that, you know, couples in Australia can marry regardless of we'll say sex, gender identity, sexuality. But I still feel very saddened by how the marriage campaign um yeah, sort of um um you know, sort of um um, you know, sort of, um, you know, sort of did, in my opinion, throw a lot of people under the bus. Um, and frankly, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, it's not really something as an advocate that I can celebrate. And frankly, um, you know, it sort of disappoints me that people go on and on about it and without talking about this. Hopefully one day there will be detailed discussion, particularly from those um, inside um, the campaign. Maybe we'll find out what really went on. But, um, you know, it certainly didn't seem in the end like it was well thought out. Um, and in the long term, of course, throwing trans people under the bus has pushed groups like trans by possibly others back. I won't speak for others that I don't identify with. And I don't really think it's um, an anniversary in terms of politics or advocacy, which seems there's been some debate in various media over the last few weeks about it. Um, but as I say, it is important that people 
um, or more people can marry and or have relationships recognised. That's, I think, the critical thing. Um, so, um, you know, really important that we, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, how do we really get community involvement? How do we get, you know, sort of accountability to those in charge, uh, from those in charge who, and make sure that we have true representation across the rainbow kaleidoscope and also not just having numbers on boards or, you know, how do we make sure that qualitatively um, it, um, you know, sort of does achieve, um, um, you know, sort of that we're, you know, it's a trans-specific issue. For example, trans people lead campaigns and get funding, not um, LGBTIQ organisations that may not, I will say may not, be as inclusive as they could be on diversity. There's my thoughts. We'll take it out today on that note, not dedicating this song to anyone or anything in particular. The great vocals of Reba McIntyre from one of the compilations she's done over time um, and called Greatest Hits Volume 2. And, well, um, it's called You Lie. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. 
Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast.